Are you? You started. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yay! All right. Hello, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Edu. And this is Fill in the Fill, a podcast where we talk about Filipino movies from then till now, from timeless classics to timeless car wrecks. Today we'll be talking about Wake Up Little Susie, directed by Luciano B. Carlos. Is that right? Yes. And written by Jose Javier Reyes. And this movie is starring uh, Tito, Vic, and Joey. And Isa Iceguerra? Is that right? Is yes. That, yeah. Isa now uh, Go, goes came by. out as yeah. a trans man mm -hmm. and goes by Ice. Yes. All yes. right. And this movie came out in 1988, which is, is really very. Old. Long time ago, this was before I was born. Yes, uh, <laughs> I remember watching this in the cinema when I was a little boy. This was the movie that made uh, Ice popular. Yes. Growing up, like this was their breakout. This was their breakout role. Yeah. And so after this movie, like people were doing the whole like uh, dance that they do in the movie. It's this kind of like duck dance. It's kind of hard to... I'm doing the dance right now, but this is a podcast, so you can't really see what I'm doing. Just go look <laughs> it up, like, Wake Up Little Susie, Isa Segura on YouTube, something like that. And then you'll see the, the dance that they're doing in that movie. Yeah, this is... Ice was a child star, mm -hmm. so I believe... I don't know how old... They were? I, I, I would... <laughs> I, I would, would reckon like, they were around, I would say, seven. Possibly. Because because I believe Ice is like a year or two years older than me. Oh, okay. I remember looking this up when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. What a precocious child. I'm mm -hmm. just gonna say that. What a what an adorable child that they have picked for yeah. this movie. I mean, oh there, my god. Yeah. There's a reason why, like later on, like Ice was in on was in. Eat Bulaga, like the noontime show that Tito, oh, Vic, yeah. and Joey were. Definitely. And, and a lot of movies yeah, after this movies. as a child star as well. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, as a child, Ice was just very adorable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would say that this movie was all about the kid and not really anything about Tito, Vic, and Joey. Yeah. I mean, they gave a little bit of like character and improv, but really mm -hmm. it's about Ice being cute. Like, yeah. that's it. That's all you get at this movie. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you've noticed, we haven't talked about the plot of the movie. And there is a reason for that, because the plot of the movie is kind of nonsensical. Basically, it's... I don't know. It involves <laughs> Tito, Vic, and Joey being framed for a crime that it's not entirely clear what they did. They stole money, I think. We don't really have any context about it. All we know is that there's a trial and we're in the the courthouse. The courthouse hearing the verdict from the judge and then they are told that they are guilty for this crime, but we don't know exactly how it happened, what why they did it or if they even did it. Yeah, we don't know that they're framed mm -hmm. up until like later on you see the evil guy who did frame them i guess like pay off the lawyer for tito vic and joey i'm just gonna yeah. call them that because i really like even though they have names yeah. in this movie like it really doesn't matter what their names are yeah it doesn't really like, like I, it doesn't I think matter it's Again, alex david and napoleon and yeah. that's 
like they're just Tito, Vic, and Joey. Yeah. And <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Like you know how we explain that part. That part has very little to do with like the actual the plot. actual movie. Yeah. So the the whole thing is that they escape from prison mm-hmm. um, after they were framed. So they they go to prison. They escape from prison because some like their cellmate or something like uh stages a riot and so they were able to just like sneak through and the the gate was open and they were like okay sure well let's just escape and it's very yeah it's this is a comedy by the way so it's just like very comedic and they're just like Mm -hmm. oh this gate is open okay uh and then they run yeah they run out and then uh you get the other side of the plot which is uh susie the main character wake up little susie <laughs> and their child of this one uh it's like the mom is the kid of the evil guy i guess yeah the, the evil guy's granddaughter is susie yeah and so the guy tries to take them to the states because he wants to be with his family because he faked uh, okay so this guy faked his death again i don't know why <laughs> not explained you wanted to get away with with crimes i guess and so he wanted to fly away with his family but his family didn't want to go with him susie runs away the because... mom gets into a car accident with amnesia and yeah. it's again this here's the thing i keep <laughs> saying that this the, the plot of this movie is irrelevant because it is nonsensical but here's the thing though part of the reason why i wanted to talk about this movie is because it was a pinoy comedy in the 80s and 90s and there's a certain formula to pinoy movies so uh most of the pinoy comedies during during this time they involve usually two parties two people usually two people or in this case two parties susie and tito vic and joey who at first are at odds with with each other like they like one doesn't want to be with the other kind of thing which is what you know tito and vic and joy they were trying to like kind of like get rid of uh susie but then they eventually like uh realize that oh like we we actually like each other's company oh i see and then so like you know shenanigans happens and then in the middle of the movie there is a singing portion like they sing and dance at some this which is what happens in the movie. This is exactly what happened in the movie. This um I mean it usually happens in a beach because I think maybe the actors wanted to go on a beach trip or something but in this case it didn't happen in the beach they it happened in like in a weird set, setting it barely involved any of the characters except Susie. Yeah. And then uh but yeah but there is a song and dance number and then after the song and dance number you know like you think that everything's okay but then something happens usually someone gets kidnapped that's what happens mm-hmm. is that what happened in the that movie that is exactly what happened in the movie yeah now like normally they would it, it would end up in a warehouse fight but in this case they just end up in the antagonist's house the evil step the, the evil grandfather not stepfather evil grandfather so to speak yeah and then at the end everything's okay and they do another song and dance number at the end at, oh, at, the, at the very end, end. I and see. it's and it's usually if it's like a title of a song they'll usually sing that song oh yeah i was i was wondering about that so like 
the title of the song or the title of the movie never really came up throughout the whole movie and then all of a sudden there's like a song at the very end titled wake up little susine that's the only thing that really is like related to wake up little susie i was i was kind of confused why it was titled that yeah so like filipino movies in a, a lot of times like they use song titles as the the titles of their of their movies especially when it came to like rom-coms or romance movies they became just like songs like there's there'd be songs there was like this prevailing theory that oh eventually they'll run out of song titles <laughs> yes because <laughs> like they, they kept using like all these songs and then like like oh like there's like oh eventually we'll just run out of songs because like there are no new songs being used ma being made and so wait is wake up was wake up little susie a song before it was a movie yeah i see so that this is not like they didn't they're not coming up with songs to <laughs> be to accompany a movie yeah they are taking songs that already exist mm -hmm. and then making a movie with yeah. that same title yeah. i see i see what's wake happening. up little susie was a song from the 50s something like oh, that yeah okay wake up little susie hey. yeah something like that I'm, <laughs> I'm a terrible singer i'm sorry about that um but yeah it's all good uh what do you call this? So when they came up with Wake Up Little Susie for this, uh, I guess this movie, and they took that song, were they kind of like, I guess they just had to write around the song's plot? I don't know what the actual song's Here's the thing. plot is. Sometimes they don't really have to. Okay. You know, like, I think in this case, the only reason why they used Wake Up Little Susie was because that's just the name of the character. I see. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and it could very well be they, oh, they just like the song. Oh, let's have a movie about this, you know, like, little person named Susie. And that's pretty much how they come up with huh. the, these moves. Yeah, I mean, again, if you've, if, you've seen, if you've seen this movie and you know the plot, you know, or you know that, like, the, what happens in the movie, like, none of that matters. <laughs> <laughs> like no, like none of like the reasons why that's the title none of that matters because like yeah like i don't think i don't even think like this movie had like a proper script particularly with with the scenes with tito vic and joey it was just more like hey this is what's happening do what you want to do and they just kind of improv stuff and i'm not gonna say it's amazing improv in fact it's just like i don't know what's happening here they yeah. just but they're just kind of it does seem like they're just making stuff stop stuff up on the fly yeah yeah you, you get the sense that a lot of this movie is very much improv like i think i think not the plot but the dialogue mm -hmm. for sure yeah especially between tito vic and joey like i don't think Susie's character's dialogue was improv or anything like that oh yeah but tito vic and joey's definitely were yeah i think I think what happened is that like someone's just like talking to Ice at the background, telling, feeding the lines. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, in these movies, uh, yeah, in like a lot of Filipino movies, in like particularly during the time, they did a lot of ADR, which is audio dialogue replacement. That's why it, when you watch it, it looks unnatural 
because everything is just being like they just dub it later on like the the dialogue they go into a recording studio and they just re-record the audio but are they saying the same thing in the video yeah there as like they they say the line and then they have to go back and then record it in the same line right yeah it's not like they're saying watermelon watermelon or anything yeah, like that yeah but the right? thing is like the okay. timing sometimes you know like as as with you know with human speech you know like it change like you know it changes mm-hmm. and that's why like sometimes when you're watching these movies it's kind of like sometimes the, the the sync is off when you're watching it's like it doesn't match up like like it they try their best to match it up as well as they could mm-hmm. but it's not like a perfect match it's just like oh yeah that's fine and then like they just kind of move on all right so let's get into the meat and potatoes of this movie so okay so we mentioned about the that tito vic and joey got framed for a crime that again we don't exactly know the details about we just know that they were framed for stealing money but how that happened here's the thing they may have actually have done it no they didn't they did because didn't. you like like we said earlier the lawyer oh, gets paid that's right uh, by the evil step or evil grandfather Why evil we yeah we'll call him evil grandfather i forget the name of the actor i don't know what his name is yeah. in real life nor his name in this movie yeah and so yeah evil grandfather uh pays off lawyer and you yeah you get the sense that the lawyer specifically made it so that tito vic and joey would get framed for doing uh... this the stealing of this money i see yes and crimes crimes and and then how did we get to i guess like i want to get to the part where like we get to tito Bick and joey meeting Susie. oh that's right that's that's the part of the plot that we we were in earlier okay so tito Bick and joey are on the run because they have escaped from prison and so they are they jump into a garbage truck and then they leap out and try to find a fresh set of clothes oh no they meet Susie before then so yeah. i think uh i think what happened was that uh that <laughs> and really like it's kind of proves the point that the plot doesn't really matter mm-hmm. but um Susie is uh i guess her grandfather is looking for her and the mom is no like is in this car accident yeah the right? mom got into a car accident and because... Susie was staying with uh a ninang yeah and so uh now the ninang at the ninang's house like a few gunmen come in and are looking for suzy and her mom mm-hmm. and then so suzy runs away and the ninang tries to fight off these two guys and as re- suzy runs away and she ends up in like a some sort of like a abandoned lot like a, an abandoned house or something and mm-hmm. that's also where tito vic and joey yeah end up after their whole garbage yeah <laughs> truck yeah, 
but they they are looking for clothes because they stink. Yes. Yeah. And, and then so, they end up. But when they ended up stealing clothes and stuff, Susie yeah. was already oh, yeah. there. It was yeah. bit like bit like so like they were uh, like on the hunt looking for clothes and you know basically respite, so yeah. to speak, 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 speak and spun, speak and spun. I can't I can't say words. Okay, so and then they run run into Susie who appears to them in a very you know cute fashion. You know, uh, Susie was doing the the duck walk like do 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 again. And I don't think I don't, was Susie doing the walk. I think when so. they think ran so. into no, I, I think Susie was hiding. Yeah, but then like as they were walking out, as they're walking, Susie was doing like cre- like creeping up behind them, like doing the duck walk. Yeah, huh. and and that's where we 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 get like the first. The first um, preview of that because we'll we'll see that throughout the film. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just remember the whole like Susie was hiding in like this small circle of mm-hmm. like a a concrete pattern or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Susie comes out and says like something about how she has money. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> At first, they didn't want Tita, Vic, and Joy didn't want to do anything with Susie, but then later on, Susie mentions like, "I have money, I got dollars," because Susie was supposed to go to the states with, uh, with their mom, <laughs> but the mom again got into a car accident, and so like, wait, we need to explain the car accident. It's one of the dumb things in this movie. Okay, so the mom goes to a travel agent to get passports for. Herself and Susie, and so as the mom is walking out the the travel agency, uh, they notice that there's someone following them, and you know, like the mom realizes, oh, it's it's my dad, and my dad is wants to take me to wherever, and so the mom sh- like tries to drive away and escape these people, and so there's a car chase, and then. Because of because of the car chase was so intense for the mom, I guess like the mom ends up hitting a tree, and then they sprawl out of the car in a in a very weird fashion. It goes like oh, uh, and then the guy and the guys chasing the mom thought the mom was dead for some reason. I I don't know, but then like apparently the mom was still alive. Uh, they just had amnesia. Well, the mom is still alive, and somebody takes her to the hospital. Yeah. And then they figure out that she suffered some sort of brain damage, mm-hmm. and now she can't remember anything. Yeah. And so I want to talk about the mom's performance in the hospital because while she had amnesia, it was just like like art film because there were scenes wherein like the mom would just be staring, and like there would be no dialogue, and like the camera is just like is like right at her. And then next scene, and it was just like, <laughs> like, fucking like brilliant or some shit like that, some art house shit right there. I was like, holy fuck! It was really funny, definitely. It was so like they tried to go from like comedy, comedy scenes, mm-hmm. you know, like Tito, Vic, and Joey, and Susie, and it's like all these funny scenes, and then it would all of a sudden like cut 
to the mom being at the hospital not remembering anything and staring out the window and just being really sad mm -hmm. no dialogue nothing yeah. it's just like a close-up of her and then cut to a different scene yeah <laughs> and it was like like what is happening it was like like i i feel like because it seems like they shot all of those scenes with the mom in like a day yeah <laughs> and then it's like okay one shot of this okay now stare out into the window now look really sad and then like okay we're done here let's do this <laughs> yeah amazing like if there's one reason to watch this movie it's it's just for those scenes this is really funny <laughs> I, I would say the one reason to watch this movie is to just look at or look at ice be very adorable as a yeah. child <laughs> oh that's true yeah definitely that child carried this whole movie yeah like i mean there was no other reason for me to watch this movie other than to look at how adorable yeah nothing like with tito vic and joey ice was yeah to be honest like they were they're just kind of afterthoughts in this movie yeah i i would say they had some funny dialogues for sure but for the mm -hmm. most part i mean like what was cute was the fact that you know like they were taking care of Susie, but Susie was a lot of times taking care of them as well mm -hmm. so like in in that sense you know like yeah you the the relationship mm -hmm. between the uncles and the child right yeah. like yeah because uh, a lot of the bulk of the movie is once they did get together you know they kind of got attached to Susie and you know they figure out that she's very smart and like super talented and so mm -hmm. they enter the kid into this uh you know contest yeah bulilit so super bulilit yeah they're trying like to find the next child star by the way in between the, uh, from they meet Susie to that part where they enter Susie into a contest a lot of things happen like like I guess you could refer refer to them as sketches in yeah. the middle of a movie because they don't really like drive the plot forward they really don't so like at some point the i think what you're talking about was like uh tita vic and joey looking for jobs right yes yeah so at some point you know like they do get desperate for money because they are prisoners and they're on the run and mm -hmm. they don't have any money and you know whatever Susie gave them as dollars has probably run out by this point and so they're looking for jobs and so i think there's like two attempts at job searches that go really in like a very funny way you know mm -hmm. like they're, they're their own separate sketches for sure yeah and then yeah. there's also that part where Susie wants to go to school and oh, so yeah. there's that whole that whole part where like Susie goes to school and Susie gets into a fight with like one of the boys and oh and Tito Vic and Joey have to pretend to be the parents, the, the parents and like the yaya the, the, yaya, the maid <laughs> uh yeah that, it was like it yeah it, yeah basically so they're their own little like oh funny moments mm -hmm. you know there's uh this scene or a few different scenes, I guess, where Tita, Vic, and Joey apply to be uh, grave diggers, mm -hmm. and so <laughs> it's just like it, so they they end up digging graves at the cemetery, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, we have to bury those three bodies, mm -hmm. you know, and the three bodies come to life yeah. and like start chasing them around yeah. the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 
uh, keep in mind this was the 80s and so like it was trying to like emulate Michael Jackson thriller but then for some reason they decided to play bad because they probably didn't have the rights to thriller <laughs> that and that was the year that bad came out I believe oh okay somewhere, somewhere eight, eight, I think 87 88 I I could be wrong about what year exactly but definitely that was around the time that bad came out yeah so yeah, that was one of the scenes, and then there's what was the other job that they took up? I oh, forget. they were mechanics, car oh, mechanics. Oh right, and then like that, definitely they did not do a good job with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and then yeah, they end up at this like child star competition for yeah. Super Bulilit. So they enter, uh, Susie into the competition, and they basically like skip the whole line mm -hmm. and are like just look at this child and then of course yeah. ice is time to shine mm -hmm. you know yeah being very cute and all it's like they ask the kid to like cry and she starts laughing, laughing. Yeah. and then they ask her to laugh and she starts crying mm -hmm. and so they're like wow this child is funny <laughs> yeah okay you're you're the new super belilit Bolilit. Bolilit. Again, I can't say words. Yeah, and then uh, Ice goes, when do I get the money? Yeah. <laughs> what a child. I yeah. love it. <laughs> and so from here on, we see like a bunch of like scenes of them trying to film like different scenes for Ice, like within the context of that universe. Yeah. So like... Uh, Ice as a superhero or mm -hmm. uh, and then there's like a whole song where Ice is like then like a Filipiniana kind yeah. of outfit yeah mm -hmm. and then there's the introduction of all of these famous actors in the 80s yeah which just has nothing to do with the plot whatsoever yeah because... they're just there to sing and dance yeah so they were young actors and actresses yeah and they yeah and they just like sang mm -hmm. they were so they were playing fictionalized versions of themselves yes so like very interestingly like lot lot de leon as a young teenager yeah and i think she went by a different name yeah the so they all go by different names but it's those names are just like parodies of the of their, of actual, their actual names. names. So Lot Lot de Leon was Log Log de Leon. And then Monching is Mondragon. Yeah. <laughs> and then Marilyn Reyes was I think she was just like Marilyn Reyes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or something it's very close to her name. And then Tina Paner was Tina Turbo, I think. Yeah, Jano was there too, Jano mm -hmm. Gibbs, but I forget what Jano's like name was the thing is like it that really doesn't matter because they, they're just there to sing. be yeah they're just there to sing and they're there to kind of be like oh we're the famous people you mm -hmm. know like we have our own drama going on yeah and yeah that's let's literally it like everything that happens during these scenes when Susie is already famous mm -hmm. and you get like some insight into like all of these famous actors and actresses lives mm -hmm. they're just filler <laughs> yeah again they are irrelevant to the plot <laughs> yeah i really don't know why they're listed basically okay so when i was watching the credits and this is something that i was like why would they do this this is this is so dumb so like the credits you know 
the way that it's listed, you would think that it should be like the most important actor or actress, you know, like at the very top. Mm-hmm. I would say Ice, mm-hmm. who went by Ice Segura at the time. Ice Segura's name should have been mm-hmm. at the very top. But no, it was Tito, Vic, and Joey, yeah. and then it goes Lot Lot de Leon. <laughs> By the way, it has nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. And then it's like all of these other famous actors and actresses that were in this like stupid little scenes mm-hmm. with like you know Madeline Reynes, you know Jana Gibbs, and then it's like yeah, it's like all of these people, and then it was Isis Aguirre, and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> The child who carried this whole movie should have been at the very top of this cast list. I think part of it was when they made this movie, they were trying to promote them. I see. Yeah, it might. I think it yeah, like Regal that. Films, mm-hmm. which or no Royal Films. It's Regal Films. No Regal Films. Regal Films is the actual movie studio that made this movie. Royal Films is the fake movie studio oh, that they I go see. into. Okay, that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, yeah, I think the the actual uh, name of the entertainment uh, company was Regal Films. But yes, Regal Films, who they have like a fake version of themselves as <laughs> royal films in this movie, are like, you know, I think they're just like trying to promote their actors and actresses at mm-hmm. this point. And so really, like this whole scene where, as you mentioned, you know, in the eight, 1980s, like... Mm-hmm. Pinoy movies formula. They just have people singing. This is the part where people just randomly sing and it has yeah. nothing to do with the whole movie whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what is happening to this movie? I don't understand. Where is this going? But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. After this whole nonsensical promotion of of Filipino actors at the time. Yeah, so Susie becomes famous, and yes. so like you know, we see Susie on TV, mm-hmm. and then the mom, Susie's mom, sees Susie on TV. Yeah, okay, that's then, what happens. And then the amnesia goes away and remembers. Oh my God, that's my daughter. I have to go see my daughter. Yeah. And so, the hospital drives her to the studio. Meanwhile, the, the grandfather, cops. The, the, co- the cops. Yeah, the cops notice Tito Vic and Joey because they've mm-hmm. been looking for these fugitives you know like they are they did escape from prison so the cops realize that after this interview that they see with Susie and Susie's quote-unquote parents um, and by the way you just see like uh, Vic Soto and Joey De, Le- De Leon in like drag throughout this whole mm-hmm. thing because they're they're posing as women for the most part, yeah. This was kind of uh, this was kind of their thing, I, I believe, when when they were doing comedy. Oh, really? I I didn't. Re- so. I've never really seen Tito Vic and Joey movies before yeah. this one, and so I didn't really know why they were famous, and or, or like I would just assume that they were just comedians at yeah. the time. But yeah, it seems like they wore a lot of drag. Yeah, especially <laughs> especially uh, Joey De Leon. Okay. He even has one movie where it's like it's an action comedy, mm-hmm. but all of the, like the characters are gay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it it I forget I forget the name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, yeah, so it seems like Joey DeLeon's very comfortable playing this character of like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah, cuz you get the sense that Joey's like the mother hen out of the <laughs> three of them, you know, like who 
takes care of Susie and mm -hmm. is like, oh, I'm so attached to this kid. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you need? Like, I, you know, if you do anything wrong, like, don't punish her. Just like, you know, don't yell at her. I, sh what what do you need, kid? Like, mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny that yeah that mm -hmm. his character is always that like I guess like yeah mother henny sort of character. Right. Um, but yeah, now that we like have you know famous child star, the mom now knows mm -hmm. that you know that's her daughter, mm -hmm. and then the cops now know that Tito Vic and Joey are like you know, taking care of this kid. And then you also get the evil grandfather mm -hmm. who also sees that his granddaughter is on TV. And so all of these things kind of come to a point and they all like go to the movie studios, but then like Susie gets kidnapped by the gunman of the evil grandfather mm -hmm. who then takes them all because they all follow the kidnappers back to the evil grandfather's house. Yes, which, which is then, I do not understand what happens after this. This is, it was such a weird ending. I was yeah. like, what? What happened? There's some dialogue that happens that I don't understand because, uh, I don't know, like something with the, with the way they were talking. Also, I was getting kind of sleepy at this point. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like, it really didn't make any sense. I think it was just like a confrontational, like, oh, like, you, no, like, why did you frame us for, you know, like, you're mm -hmm. still alive, evil grandfather who was yeah. supposed to be dead. You framed us for stealing the money. And mm -hmm. then the cops are like, you, you're the ones that got, you know, like, the cops are like, we're going to arrest you. Mm -hmm. And then the evil grandfather starts laughing. Yeah. And then Tito, Vic, and Joey start laughing. The cops start laughing. The mom starts, starts laughing. laughing. And that is the end of the whole thing. That is the end of the scene. Yeah. With her laughing. And I was like, what just happened? I don't know. I, I do not understand. I don't know. All I know is that the next scene is like they go back to the courthouse. Yeah. And then... um. Tito, Vic, and Joey are, are no longer guilty. Yeah, they no longer have to go back to prison. They've been acquitted, and now they're free. And then they're get... like, "What do we do now?" Mm -hmm. And then we get the mom with the kid, and they're supposed to go to America. Mm -hmm. And you know, the mom sees how attached the kid is to Tito, Vic, and Joey, and so she's like, "Okay, we don't have to go to America. We can just stay here." Yeah. And then all swell and then swell and then all of a sudden there's a wake up little Susie song and that's it. Like yes. that's the end of the movie. <laughs> what is happening? What happened yep. to this movie? They just kind of like gave up. <laughs> like, basically. Or maybe they tried their best. They really, I mean, they probably <laughs> did. But I also was just like, as a viewer, I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, the 80s, probably this was fine. You know, like movies didn't have to make sense back then. Maybe. I don't know, I don't know about that. Were there like movies in the 80s that followed this formula that actually made sense? Yes, I think so. 
we'll have to watch another one. <laughs> I do have a few that I do want to. I do want to see. Because I have a sneaking suspicion that none of them made sense. <laughs> like, I because of the way that you said that you know they take songs that already exist and then have to write around it. That seems kind of like a weird way of going about writing a movie. Here's the thing: it's not so much like they have to write around it. They just kind of try and like put it into the movie. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm just saying. I feel like that makes it so that these movies will make no sense, or like would make very little, like mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like an actual plot mm -hmm. line that like drives through yeah. the whole movie. And I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. This movie that yeah. we watched, you know, Wake no. Up Little Susie was so cute. <laughs> like I said, can I just say it like for the thousandth time that Ice was like the most adorable child I have ever seen and very precocious and such a smart kid. Mm -hmm. Just the cutest. There are, there were comedies that did make sense, that had a plot that made sense. This one is not one of them. Yeah, this was not one of them. Like there was this movie... It starred basketball star Alvin Patrimonio, and it was called like Double Dribble, I think. I I forget the title, but it involved um, a girl turning into a basketball. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And now you. How did they do that? Here's the thing. That's actually not that hard because you just yeah. have a bat. You just like take shots of a basketball and then dub over it with some. Yeah, it's audio. If we if we end up watching this movie, you'll 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 see what I mean. It's 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 an odd movie. I remember again. That I sounds remember, very weird. Yeah, <laughs> but there were like a lot of like weird ones, but there were like, also like we like you know like funny ones that. Yeah, that had like a, like like an actual plot. There was also like a parody of like ba Batman and Robin. I think that one does, does doesn't have like a like an actual plot or yeah, something. Yeah, I get the sense that a lot of movies from the eighties, mm -hmm. maybe early nineties, mm -hmm. didn't really have plots. They were just kind <laughs> of like people just wanted to have fun, and so they were like, "Let's make a movie," yeah. and then they were like, "Let's just have fun," and then they put it out there, and they're yep. like, "This is a movie," and people are like. Okay, that looks fun. Yeah. Like there's a general <laughs> plot and then there's like like small sketches in, in between. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's yeah. pretty much how a Very lot of these weird. movies were. Very odd to me. Yeah. I guess I, I didn't really see very many like of these types of movies mm -hmm. because I was either A not alive or B I was three years old. Mm. So <laughs> I don't know. I think one movie that like kinda worked within that kind of filmmaking was there was this movie called Romeo Loves Juliet, but their families hate each other. Mm. And so there was like a, it wasn't so much like there was a plot, but more like, oh, there's like a general theme where like, you know, Romeo and Juliet, like yeah, there's two families, they hate each other. And so like there are just like scenes in between that kind of just kind of related to that, you know, like one family would like prank the other family and the other family would retaliate. You know, and, and so it was just... Okay. Yeah, and so... Makes you know, sense. There wasn't really a plot, per se, but then, you know, like, within the context of the movie, it actually made sense to, mm -hmm. to do it that way. But yeah, there's also, like, a song in that summer in that movie, and there's also a kidnapping in, at the end, and then... Of course. Yeah. 
that part makes sense to me because they hate each other so there has to be a kidnapping <laughs> oh like none of them did the ki- it was a different party who did the kid- kidnapping interesting okay <laughs> totally yeah. out of left field yeah. but okay but that, that that one is actually one of my favorite pinoy comedies i've been trying to look for it but yeah just because like it has Renan Riquestas, he's actually one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh filipino comedians yeah. Yeah, I feel like comedians or like, you know, just like the actors back then who were in these movies. I mean, they probably get comedians, right? Like Tito Vic mm-hmm. and Joey probably had to It seems like they had to come up a lot of their dialogue mm-hmm. come up with what they're going to say or like how they're going to say it and mm-hmm. and all of that. So really as an actor back then, you really kind of just had to like have personality yeah you know oh, like that, you, can, you can just like memorize lines and learn how to deliver them you know mm-hmm. like you had to have your own sort of like this is i'm funny and this is how i'm gonna say like these lines and mm-hmm. then like people just have to riff off of each other yeah and they and i'm sure they made they made a lot of money from these movies because like it was like really low budget but it made a lot of money yeah because like from the looks, even with this movie, from the looks of it, like, they didn't spend a lot of time, like... Writing it. You know. Yeah. And, you know, this was the time of, like, film, and film is expensive. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. So they just had to, like, be, like, content with, oh, okay, then, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scenes just had to be like, okay, let's shoot this scene. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, we're not going to do a second take. That seems fine. Yeah. We'll edit it. It's okay. All right. Is there anything else like that you wanted to talk about in this movie? Like, what were your like favorite scenes in this movie? Oh man, I think some of my favorite scenes were just definitely Ice being a cute child. <laughs> definitely like that first scene where Ice runs into uh, Tito Vic and Joey, and he's like, you know, oh. uh... I my bad apple dollars, mm-hmm. you know. Like, yeah. I have money. It's in dollars, you know. Like, and then Tito Vic and Joey are like, "All right, we'll take you." All right, you're now part of the gang. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Ice gets lost, or like not gets lost purposefully. Tito Vic and Joey purposefully leaves the kid at a park to try to get rid of them. You know, like they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're like you know, we can't take care of this kid." Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we just have to leave it here. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few, you know, like, the same night, you get, like, because Joey buys Susie a, a balloon. Mm. And then the scene after uh, this is, like, them, Tita Vic and Joey eating back at their old abandoned bus which is what they call home uh they're like eating food for dinner and then you see this little balloon and the window just like you know going up the steps and then you know Susie is like or like something like that like you think you're gonna leave me you think you can get rid of me that easily it was that kind of scene Yeah. yeah and so you know Obviously, the kid is like found found their way home, and is just such a smart kid. <laughs> yeah. Also, the scenes with Ice where 
they're playing like different roles like one like as a ninja one is like a superhero like Susie in that scenes in those scenes were like like super duper cute you know just being cute like yeah ninja and then yeah. <laughs> oh yeah the the white ninja scenes where mm-hmm. like the kid would like beat up all of these like bad guys mm-hmm. and you know obviously that's adorable <laughs> yeah those were like really cute <laughs> Yeah, those were my favorites. I mean, like like I said, I I don't think this movie has a plot, but I definitely enjoyed the kid being cute. Yeah, my and for me personally, my favorites were the scenes with the mom. Like those were the scenes where I like I was like laughing a lot more than the other scenes. <laughs> Even though like they were supposed to be more dramatic scenes, they were just like in- unintentionally funny. Like, I think they were supposed to be that funny, though. Like, no, I don't think you so. You don't think so? I don't think so. <laughs> like that part this where is still I, like a comedy, you know? Yeah, like, no, but like that part where, like, you know, she hits the tree, and then the way she sprawls out of the car, like the car door opens, and like she sprawls out. It's like that's not a thing that happens. I, I, I don't know if you've seen car accidents, but that's not how they happen. <laughs> This is true. Yeah. The body just kind of like the door opens magically. Nobody opens it. It just kind yeah. of magically opens, and then all of a sudden, there's like a dead body just like comes right out, straight down. Yeah. And then like onto the ground, and you're like, okay, that's a dead body. Yeah. And like, so the mom wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and so if she hit the tree head on, she would she should have gone forward yeah. and not sideways. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was weird. And then, like, again, those scenes where she was in the hospital. <laughs> I was thinking about it. It's just like, like, what, what is this art? <laughs> art. Capital A-R-T. Exclamation point. Art. And Our I... favorites. Anything that you didn't like about this movie? I mean, there's a, a lot to not like, for sure. You know, just because, like, again, like... The plot made no sense. I mean, one of the things though is that the, it's not so much that I dislike them. It's just more like within the context of like filmmaking. It's just like, yeah, it's like. It's like, okay. Yeah. Sure. That was a movie, I guess. Yeah. It's definitely not winning awards or, you know, anything like that. It's just a piece of, it's just content. That's the, if you think about it, it's just, it's just content. That's true. This is true. Yeah. And so, I can't, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't even say, like, I hate it or I love it. It's just more like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think this movie is interesting for me in terms of, like, learning more. I mean, I've, I haven't seen, I wouldn't say I've seen any 80s Filipino movies. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, just, like, kind of learning about what those are like and also what kind of made Tito Vic and Joey famous. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I know them from Eat Bulaga, watching them as, like, you know, much older yeah. adults. I mean, mm-hmm. they were adults in this movie, but, you know, they're a lot older now. And when I was watching them in, like, the 2000s, you know, they mm-hmm. were definitely old. And yeah. so, like, I, didn't, I, I knew they were famous, but I didn't really know what they were famous for other than hosting this long-running variety show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, they're definitely controversial people for sure yeah over the years you know um so tito soto as a senator not a lot of people like how he 
is as a senator. He's mm. he comes off as very conservative and very homophobic, sexist, a lot of those things. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> Vic and Joey were involved in a rape uh, involving Pepsi Paloma, and that is his own thing. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I don't think. Yes, I didn't know about it until yeah, you told me. Yeah, so it. sometime in the eighties, so there was this, there were these set of actresses bold stars if you will because like they were mostly you know there to titillate men you know so to speak oh okay. and they, so and they were in bomba movies yeah they they appeared in bomba movies and then yeah so these actresses were actually like named after like sodas so there's sarcy emmanuel there's coca-cola or something like that and then there's Pepsi Paloma. And so Pepsi Paloma was raped. And then. Uh, and when was this? Like early. Something, something 90s? in the 80s. No, it was, oh. in, it was in the 80s. So this was before this movie came out? Either before or like sometime during. Sometime okay. around when this movie came out. And yeah. And so the uh, people involved in, in that rape, according to Pepsi Paloma, were. Uh, Vic Soto, Joey De Leon, and Richie DeHorsey, I believe. And then around that time, Tito Soto was, you know, had plans to move into politics, which he, you know, eventually became a senator. And so he used his connections to, you know, essentially get get them out of get them off the hook, kind of thing. And yeah, and so because of that, Pepsi Paloma was was so distraught by the whole ordeal because like it was it, it was a very public case and all that stuff right you know the uh, Vic Soto and Joey DeLeon and Richard Jersey were even like uh they even did a public apology public apology for it yeah. and then Tito Vic and Joey just went on with their lives I guess you know like all uh, all those involved just went on with their lives you know became popular and they they still had their you know noontime show and all that stuff Meanwhile, Pepsi Paloma was like really distraught about the whole thing, and she was underage around when when it happened, and so she committed suicide because of you know because of all like the trauma and stuff. How old was she when she committed suicide? Like a lot later on, you said. It was it was later on, like after, like after the whole thing, like. You know, like kind of died down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure like how old she was. You know, I'm, I may be getting my facts wrong. I'll I'll double check for sure. If there's something that needs to be changed, I'll re-edit it. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, like I feel like <laughs> that's kind of funny. It's like the way that Dito Soto handled this whole thing reminds mm-hmm. me of. Our previous episode of On the Job. <laughs> yeah, pretty Politicians much. being corrupt. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> is that is that Yikes. how is that where we're gonna end this podcast? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, if you wanna go into what we're gonna do next in the next following weeks. Oh yeah, so we'll be taking just a quick break because Kat and I will be Doing moving. some things. He will be moving. That's right. 
we are moving and so we need to take a few weeks off in order to move all our stuff and all of our equipment before we can record another podcast yeah and so hopefully we'll be back before you know it but we should tell you about our next film so that you have time to go watch it yeah so what is our next book yes so the next film is my pick and so i picked this movie that I saw that was on Netflix, so you can actually watch it on Netflix. By the way, we never talked about where we watched Wake Up Little Susie. Oh yeah, it was on <laughs> TFC.TV. Yeah, if yeah. you want to go see that, it's on TFC.TV. Yeah. And I don't think you need to pay for it, correct? Yeah, so I, I just made an account, but I didn't have to sign up for the premium version. I think the premium is for certain movies and also you'd be able to watch it without ads. We were able to kind of get around it because I I had an ad blocker while yeah, watching it. But don't do that because, you know, yeah. <laughs> we want to pay people, but we just didn't know we had the ad blocker on. Yeah. We were actually waiting for ads and we we're like, where did all the ads go? Yeah, we didn't expect it. So, yeah. Anyway, so the next movie is... Netflix's Birdshot. And I don't know if this is like a Netflix Philippines kind of... It seems like it might be. No, no. No, it's... I don't think so. Because it it made its rounds in like the independent film... Okay, never mind. ...circuit. Lies. Uh, but maybe Netflix did buy the rights because that is what happens with a lot of indie movies. You know, not, not just Filipino movies, but like even like the ones here, like... You know, they go through like the circuit like Cannes and all that stuff or Sundance and then one of the big studios buys it. These days is usually Netflix or Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is on Netflix and it's called Birdshot. And it is... Should I say what it's about? It's about this girl. She's a farm girl and she accidentally shoots a Philippine eagle, which is an endangered eagle. So yeah. anyway, it, that's not the whole plot, but that's... The premise yeah and i'm really excited to watch it and so mm -hmm. if you are listening to this and this is before the next episode has aired go watch it so that you can follow along with us mm -hmm. i think it will be a really great movie yeah and it yeah it came out in 2016 so it's not yeah it's not an old movie yeah. we're, we're going back to the future sort of kind of yeah <laughs> it's not super new either it didn't come out in 2020 or <laughs> 2021 so yeah i'm excited to watch this one all right, and that's it for this episode of Film na Film. Again, do follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Film na Film Pod. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes and or wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Anchor, or Pocket Cast. Yeah, just give us like a five star rating. You know, maybe that'll make us surface even more when people are searching for like movies or Filipino podcasts, podcasts about movies in the <laughs> philippines or something i don't know yeah 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 and thanks everyone all right see y'all see y'all in a few weeks bye, bye.